You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right, a company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to the Packernet Podcast. I am your host and resident fanalist, as always, Ryan Schlipp. Check us out online, packernet.com. Find me on Twitter, pack underscore daddy. Well, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna jump into it, man. I saw a um, article of some kind. I wish I don't know. I didn't save it because it was so stupid, and then I just kept thinking about it. And then I was like, all right, you know what, I'll talk about it. But then I lost the article because, again, I'm a psychotic person when it comes to closing tabs and whatnot. Anyways, I'm going to give you roughly what it said. And it's it's accurate, right? There, I've talked about how people kind of twist stats and whatnot. And this kind of is that, but kind of not. It's, it's true, and it's something that a lot of Packer fans are actually mad about. And it's something that other teams can't pick on us about. But it's just... It just... Anyways, um... Something to the effect of the Packers are headed toward a really embarrassing statistic, which isn't really accurate because it it already exists. But um, the point is, and I I don't remember the exact span, but I'm looking at it right now. Let's just say from 2018, which is a random, well, is it five years? 2018, 19, 20, 21, 22. Okay, so this year will be the fifth year. So in five years... The Packers and Vikings have won the same amount of playoffs. Ooh, got them. <laughs> it's funny. The reason why it's funny, too, is because I couldn't remember what the time span was. So I looked it up, and I did my little search thing, and I said, well, over the last 10 years, let's take a look. So I did, over the last 10 years, let's see if the Packers and Vikings have won the same amount of playoffs, because maybe that's the case. It seems impossible, but I don't know, dude. I'm not paying attention to what... And I know the Packers get in and lose a lot. Maybe the Vikings have snuck in a bunch of times. I don't know. So I looked at it, and um, over the last 10 years, the Chicago Bears have won one. The Cardinals have won one. Cleveland has won one. Jets, two. Chargers, two. I'm doing this for effect, so we're going to go through everybody. Dallas, two. Minnesota, two. In 10 years, two. Let's keep going. Maybe the Packers have only won two. Jacksonville, two. Carolina, three. Tennessee, three. Buffalo, three. Cincinnati, three. Mm, Giants, four. Texans, four. Falcons, four. Colts, four. Eagles, four. Steelers, five. Saints, five. Buccaneers, five. Broncos, six. Rams, seven. Ravens, eight. 49ers, nine. Chiefs, nine. Seahawks, ten. Packers 11 and Patriots 16. The Packers are in second place with the most playoff wins in the last 10 years. So it must not be 10 years. So then I just looked into it. Okay, show me the games and um, we'll get a better idea. So the Packers 11 wins were, let's see, if you go to after 2017, we only won two. And the Vikings in the last 10 years have only won two, and it was in 2018 and 2020. 
So it just kind of happens to be that our playoff wins have kind of declined, which, by the way, is still kind of... We go to the playoffs every year. The Vikings don't, right? So it's just... It's it's such a stupid thing to me. And, and again, I know it's not stupid to a lot of Pack fans because it's 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 very serious and this is a very serious thing, but... The, the point that bothers me, I'm not going to, I'm going to try to avoid the whole, you know, it, getting into why it's not as big of a deal as everybody makes it out to be, or, or the whole thing where the only thing that matters is a Super Bowl. I, I, I think that's stupid, but whatever. If that's your thing, that's your thing. I want to look at Vikings fans, though, who want to look at this. St- before you find this stat and start jumping up and down, let's just stop for a second and recognize what it is we're talking about again first of all you've won you've won two playoff games in 10 years and I I I don't even know maybe it's longer than that I just went back 10 years and you won in 2020 and you won in 2018 and you haven't won since I don't know how many got another voicemail what's up um I got a missed call I'm assuming they're gonna leave a voicemail thank you by the way for everybody that's been doing that I wanted to wait I was gonna do it last night but I'm like they're still kind of pouring in very slow pouring it's a slow trickle but they just you know one every like six hours so i'm just letting them build up because i'm enjoying it and um maybe tonight maybe we'll do it tonight i think we've got enough to to do one i don't know anyways let's start with this let's just say that this year the packers don't win a playoff game right they 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 go undefeated in the regular season and then lose in the postseason. You guys sneak into the postseason, win one game, and then get knocked out. Guess what? In the last five years, the Vikings will have won more playoff games than the Packers. That's true. What does that mean? Well, not a whole lot, but let's just say this. What it tells me is the Packers are not better than you in every single category. Congratulations. Packers, for example, ranked 26th in uh, passing touchdowns allowed, which is not great. You guys were 22nd. You're better in that category, too. Oh, my goodness. And I bet if we look at all the different little bits of nuance, there are dozens of areas in which you're better than the Packers. Let me just suggest to you, and I, I, I'm, I'm just speaking broadly. I'm not saying every Vikings fan is doing this, but it's, it's not a great idea to try to... Um, make fun of the Packers by saying, ha ha, you're not better than us in every category. <laughs> That's, it just doesn't have a lot of sting to it as a Packer fan, you know? Guess what, loser? I found one area where you're not better than us. Burn. Out of the thousands and millions of data points, I found one. And we are the same. Both two playoff wins, sucker. <laughs> I mean, it just it just doesn't carry. It's it's the same with the whole just playoff thing in general. Ha ha! You guys are awesome, but you don't win Super Bowls. Okay, thanks. I mean, ouch or something. I don't know. It's like a leper going up to a supermodel saying, "Ha ha! We're both not married yet." Uh, yeah, all right. Ha ha! We're the same loser. All right, dude. Sorry to the uh, the lepers out there. I'm just saying, it doesn't mean you're the same just because one of the categories is the same. And that, that's the biggest thing that, you know, teams that suck love to do. 
try to prove that we're the same based on one area in which we're the same. I'm sure there's a, a, a name for that logical fallacy. I don't know the name of it. Because one thing is the same, everything is the same. Here's the bottom line. What team is better? We can play this game all you want about pretending you don't care about the regular season wins because postseason is all that matters. I've already addressed that. That's a lie. Nobody on planet Earth believes that. Nobody. Not a single person. There has never been in the history of the universe a single person who has skipped the regular season doesn't watch a single game, doesn't care, wake me up when the playoffs start. Never has that happened. Diehard football fans have anxiety all week long, waiting for the football game to come, and then during kickoff, the excitement, all that. And if you if you try to tie that to, yeah, well, it just has to do with our ability to get into the play, it's a lie. It's an absolute lie. We get excited about our football teams. We want our football teams to be good. We want our football teams to win, yes, even in the regular season, because we just want to win football games. We want to watch our team play really, really well. We want to be the best. And yeah, the ultimate crown is the Super Bowl. But it is an absolute lie, and Packer fans need to stop feeding into this because it's the only thing Bears, Vikings, Lions fans have to hang their hat on. Stop buying into the the lie that the Super Bowl is all that matters. You don't believe that. They don't believe that. Nobody believes that. I don't want our defense to be the number one defense in football just because it increases our odds of winning a Super Bowl. It's not, and it, I, I guarantee it's not for you either. That might be a major factor, but if that was the case, the only thing that ultimately matters is winning football games, so it doesn't matter how you... do. I want, I want the Packers to crush teams. And yes, you can get some, some stat nerds that are like, well, technically, if you crush teams, you're more like you're a better team, therefore more like... Give me a break, dude. What if we got rid of the playoffs in the Super Bowl? Would you just stop watching? I wouldn't. If there was no playoffs and no Super Bowl and, and they just extended the regular season and they just let teams bludgeon each other and then it was just done, I would be frustrated, partially because I'd just be sitting there rolling my eyes going, here we go. Here we go. Do they hand out participation trophies at the end too? Everybody's a winner. Is that what we're doing? But guess what? I'd watch and I'd love it. Because ultimately, I want to sit down and watch the Packers play football. That's it. On week one, I'm not thinking about the Super Bowl. I'm not thinking about the playoffs. I'm just excited to watch my team play football. And I want to watch my team be a very good team and play football and play it really well. I don't even remember that there is a Super Bowl. The Packers are a better football team, period, end of story. They get into the playoffs more often because they're better. And yeah, they lose a lot. I don't, you know, I don't know why. Things just go awry. Again, there's there's a flaw in this team that, that exists, and I'm not exactly sure what it is. And it's a bigger flaw than most other teams. Whereas the Vikings might win, I don't know, 50% of the games they go to, and we win, what, 25%? Guess what? Vikings seem to be a better postseason team, especially compared to the level of talent, right? The Vikings are, say that they're playing at, you know, 100% in the regular season, they go into the postseason 100%. Packers play at 100%, they go into the postseason at 60%. I don't know why. It's a fatal flaw that the Packers have that most other teams don't. But again, so what? What is your what is your point here? The only point is to imply something that doesn't that isn't true. We're better, except I know that we're not. Okay, then what are you talking about? Haha, ha, we're tied in a category. Wow, that's 
You got me. Good one. So stupid. And, and again, on top of that, it is kind of twisting things. You have to pick a very specific category or, or, or range to be able to get these numbers. If you look at even recent history, just, just go back one more year to 2017, the Packers have won many more playoff games. If you go back to 2017, the Packers have won four, the Vikings have won two. If you go back to 2016, the Packers have won five, and the Vikings have won two. If you go back to 2015, the Packers have won six, and the Vikings have won two. And again, if you go back 10 years, the Vikings have uh, won two still, and the Packers have won uh, 11. Yeah, if you just look at since 2018, it's both two. (laughs) Packers are a better playoff team. The Packers are a better regular season team. The Packers have a better quarterback. The Packers have better offense. Packers have better defense. Packers have better coach. Packers have better GM. Packers are a better franchise historically, recently, everything. Packers have a bigger fan base. Packers are, are, are an absolute Goliath. And yes, you will be able to find categories in which the Packers are not better than you. Hang a frickin' banner. Since Matt LaFleur came to uh, Green Bay, who's won more playoff games? The Packers. Vikings have won one, the Packers have won two. Shove it up your nose. Yeah, but you should have won more, huh? Listen, everybody's job is to be a good football team and win playoff games. It's such a stupid thing to me to say, yeah, but you should have won more. No, 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 we shouldn't have won more. We both should have won the same amount equally because we both have the exact same goal. And the goal is build a good football team, win football games, get into the playoffs, win playoffs, and win a Super Bowl. That is every single team's obligation. You don't get a pass because you suck. You're not allowed to suck. Your job is to not suck. And if you suck, you don't get a pass because, well, I can't be expected to win football games. But you are because you're good. So so you have some kind of a separate qualification and expectation. Nope. Sorry. All 32 teams have the exact same goal. The fact that the Packers are closer to the goal because they've accomplished basically everything that is expected of them through building a really good team and being a really good team doesn't mean we have separate expectations. We both have the same expectations. The Packers is doing a better job of meeting those expectations. You do not get a pass. Well, we can't be expected to compete because we suck. Sorry, that nope. Sorry, your job is to win a Super Bowl. The fact that you can't build a roster doesn't mean you get a pass. That is your obligation. Well, you guys have had two Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Okay, and why haven't you? Isn't your job to fight? The quarterback is the most important position in football. And you're going to sit back and act arrogant about the fact that you have never found one in history, Chicago Bears fans? Vikings fans? Where's your Hall of Fame quarterbacks? Vikings have what, maybe one? Way before my time? Especially today, though. I, I, I don't care about your Hall of Fame quarterback in the 60s. I care, since the 90s, there's never been a more important position than quarterback. Where's your Hall of Fame quarterback? That's your obligation. That is your number one obligation. Chicago Bears fans in particular. You guys have had revolving doors of quarterbacks. I mean, it was like every year you guys had a new quarterback, and not once you can find one. You went out and got Jay Cutler, and it sucked. You drafted Trubisky, and he sucked. You're drafting Fields, and he sucks. And you're going to brag about it? Brag about the fact that the Packers have had Hall of Fame quarterbacks for 30 years? That's your job. That's your obligation is to get one. That, that's your number one priority. Go get one. Well, you've had better wide receivers. That's your obligation as well. Yes, and the Packers have had great offensive lines, and they've had great just down the line. 
Great pass rushers, great corners, great safeties, Hall of Fame players, Charles Woodson, Julius Peppers, Clay Matthews, Rashawn Gary, Jair Alexander, Sam Shields. I mean, we've had so many good guys all over this defense. Offensive linemen, good Lord, we've had some good offensive linemen. Aaron Rodgers, the wide receivers, Jordy, Devontae, Jennings, Triver, James Jones, Randall Cobb, Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, even Eddie Lacy. What a good running back he was, man. Haven't really had a lot of good tight ends. That's that's an area of, of, of uh, you know, not that anybody super cares about tight end, but yeah, that's, that's maybe one area, but that's your job. That is your job to get good 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 GMs and good coaches so that you can have good players and field a good team. I just don't understand, and I know I've done this before, but I don't understand feeling superior by saying we have failed in everything that we are expected to do. Therefore, we can't be expected to do our job. We can't be expected to make the playoffs. We can't be expected to win Super Bowls. Therefore, we get a pass, and we can sit back and say, ha ha, you haven't won a Super Bowl. Dude, you haven't won a Super Bowl. You haven't even been to the playoffs. You haven't even won regular season games, which is your obligation. You do not get a pass. You, ha- you are expected to win a Super Bowl. The Jets, that is the expectation. Nobody gets a pass. You failed because you didn't win a Super Bowl. You failed because you didn't win a Super Bowl. Oh, we don't have Aaron Rodgers. No, you don't have Aaron Rodgers, that's true. But you could have had Pat Mahomes, couldn't you, of Bears fans? You could have, but you didn't. You failed. You sold the farm to go get Mitch Trubisky. Then you could have got Mac Jones. Instead, you got Justin Fields. We'll see who ends up being the better one, but those are two instances where seemingly you could have had better quarterbacks and didn't. You failed. Haven't had any draft picks, and now your roster's falling apart because you haven't had any picks. That's your fault. So ultimately, I don't care about finding nitpicky little things in which, haha, the Vikings and the Lions and the Bears are better than the Packers in this category. Guess what? All four teams are tied in Super Bowl wins over the last ten years. It's technically true, but it's somewhat of a misleading... It's misleading if the intention of it is to show that there is any level of similarity between the four. I mean, Vikings fans, if if the point was made that the Lions and the Vikings have won the same amount of Super Bowls in, I don't know, ever, would that accurately reflect your history compared to their history? Especially recent history? Maybe forever history, I don't know. Lions were decent in the 90s. They probably got you beat there with Barry Sanders and whatnot. Maybe even the Megatron days. I don't know. Let's just say 10 years. Are you the same? No, you're not the same, right? You're, you've been a much better football team than the Lions. And that's painfully obvious. And so you can't really point, paint a very good picture by starting at the top. Again, it's like looking at a guy that makes $250,000 a year and somebody that makes $40,000 a year and saying, check out these two guys. Neither of them are millionaires. Okay, how, how does that help me understand anything about these two people? Neither one of them is, uh, well, I shouldn't say millionaire. Neither of them make a million dollars a year. The guy making a quarter million dollars a year should be a millionaire. I guess it depends how long he's been working. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. And the biggest thing for this mostly Packer fan audience is don't get sucked into this. Don't get sucked into these little arguments. I mean, if, if, if you want to look it up and find out that they're wrong and, and all that stuff and... and Technically, you're wrong about this, that, or the other thing, or whatever. Fine, but the best thing you can do is just not get sucked into it. 
stand your ground. They're they're baiting you out of your fortress, right? We we have a massive fortress, and that fortress is the Packers are heads and tails better than all three other teams in our division. Today, yesterday, in the last 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, there there's no question the Packers are miles ahead of all three other teams. That is the fortress we're in. They're trying to draw you out of this completely impenetrable fortress. They can't tear that down. They're trying to draw you out with nonsense. And if you go chasing them out of the fortress, you're probably going to lose. Stand your ground. What is the fortress? We're better than you. We're better than you now. We've always been better than you. We'll always be better than you. That's the fortress. And they can't penetrate that. They, they can't tear that down because it's reality. Yeah, well, come out here real quick. Come, come, out, of the, come out of this massive castle and look at this little data that I found. No, I'm going to stand my ground right here. What, are you scared? Nah, I'm just going to stay right here. It's fine. We're better than you are, right? Do, I mean, do you disagree? Yeah, well, Super Bowls, go on out. Nah, I'll stay right here. Don't get baited by it. It's stupid. And again, just remember that they're lying when they pretend that they're comforted by that. There isn't a single Lions fan on planet Earth that looks at two to three wins every year and feels as though they're just as good as the Packers because neither won a Super Bowl. Nobody thinks that. Stop getting baited into it. And and again, Packer fans, stop. There's so many... Pa- Packer fans believe that more than any other team. Vikings, Bears, and Lions fans lie when they say they believe that. They don't. They're just trying to get under your skin. Packer fans are the only ones that genuinely believe it. Oh, it doesn't matter because we didn't win a Super Bowl. 13 wins doesn't matter because we didn't win a Super Bowl. We're the only ones that actually believe that. Nobody else is comforted by the fact that, you know, well, we won three games, but we're just as good as the Packers. They, they don't believe that, but you do, and you got to stop it. We're not the same. I've gone over it a hundred times, but I'm begging and pleading with you to find joy in football outside of a Super Bowl. That is, that is just, it's one day of the year. The NFL season is six months long. Find joy in the six months outside of, I want to have joy on that one day. And if I don't get it, then everything's ruined. Because I'll tell you what, even if we win this year, it's going to be probably at least another 10 years before we sniff a Super Bowl. If we're lucky, we'll get back in 10 years. Could be 20 years. So if, if your joy and hope and excitement is over the next 20 years based on one day, and every other day is going to suck, that's not a great way to you know, set yourself up for happiness. Anyways, again, I I just saw that article and it was, you know, Packers are headed for this embarrassing statistic. I'm sorry, I'm I'm just not embarrassed. We we've got our own thing to figure out here. What everybody else is doing is their own problem. The Packers are a great team that need to figure out how to win in the postseason. That's it. That's our issue to figure out. If the Vikings end up passing us in playoff wins over the last very specific time frame, good for them. Congrats. I'm not worried about them. I don't care about them. I care about us what we're doing. What are we going to do to fix this? We got we got a broken thing and we got to fix it. I don't know exactly how. I'm thinking maybe the Devontae leaving thing might work to our benefit. Getting a better defense might work to our benefit. Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. I don't know. It also is going to come down to injuries and hopefully we're healthier than we were last year when half our offense was out. Critical offensive linemen were out. I don't know, but it's an us issue. Don't care about them. Vikings are irrelevant. Unless we're playing them, and unless there's there's a direct correlation between, you know, our wins, their wins, and winning the division, I don't really care. Right? If we're close as far as our record is concerned, 
Yep, I care about the Vikings. If we pass them, then who cares? I'll tune into their games to watch and make sure they lose, and then that's it. And if they win, oh well, I go back to caring about the Packers again. Anyways, um, might as well take a break here. A couple reminders. Number one, patreon.com forward slash pack underscore daddy if you'd like to uh, support the podcast. It is the best way to get in touch with me. Also, we're doing polls and all that kind of stuff. We're going to look at that next. Did a poll on Patreon yesterday. Number two, trying to remember all the stuff. Oh, if you want to advertise on the podcast, please reach out. Um, advertising on podcast is pretty expensive. I'm not going to lie. But um, if you're a listener of the show, we want to kind of just work out whatever works for you. So you just let me know this is all I got, but I really need your help and we'll make it work. You got a big audience, very receptive audience. And um, as you've seen with these campaigns that we've done, they're very, very willing and um, wanting to support fellow fans, fellow listeners. And so uh, let's just get the word out. If you need help, we'll help each other out. Maybe you need help with something you don't have a budget. I don't know. Just reach out anyways, and let's just at least talk about it. If you have a need, let me know about it. I'd love to bleed you dry, but if you got nothing, we'll figure something out. <laughs> um, Packernet.substack.com, I think is what it is. Please go check that out. Uh, Justin, who has been doing a lot of our graphics, is going to be doing some writing. Um, there just was a really good opportunity for him because he needs a lot of statistics to be able to make the graphics. So I decided, you know what? I'm going to give you access to the statistics. And now that you have access, maybe you want to write, and he does. And so we've got three people. Hopefully Sam, i got to reach out to Sam, see if he's going to be putting out another article soon. Um, I had plans for today, but I think Justin's working on that. So I might, if I can think of a different thing to write about, I will. Otherwise, I might skip today. Maybe we'll get Justin's up today. But uh, please consider checking that out. Again, we're trying to give you much more insightful things that you're not just going to find on your average blog. I know people get annoyed by, by the whole paywall thing, but the reality is your average blog just doesn't doesn't serve a purpose. Unless you're getting millions and millions of people to come over, it just doesn't. And, and the way that I do things, again, the reason I started a podcast is because I started blogging and my articles were so long, I would break them up into series like I would I would plan on it being one article I'm like this is taking way too long I'm like all right let's just do quarterback today and then we'll go through every position group because this is taking forever so I'll do like 2,000 words on quarterback and then da 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 and then by the time I'd get to tight end or tackle or whatever I'm like I hate this I don't want to do this anymore this is so much work and so I like to go super in depth on stuff and so I decided let's just do a podcast that way I can just ramble forever and you know after an hour I'll have exhausted all my thoughts and we don't have to I don't have to sit here and type it it just slows me down but if I'm going to do it, if I'm going to put in that amount of work and research and everything else, and legitimately, like, just, just yesterday's, I think, took me, like, six hours. <laughs> Probably doesn't seem like it if you read it, but it, it really does. It, it took a lot of work and looking at everybody and all their stats and all their grades and everything else just to make sure that I'm trying to cover everything from every angle to be able to come to the best conclusion I can come to to make sure that I'm providing something more than what you're finding just on a general you know, a lot of these top 10, top 15 lists or whatever, it, I mean, I could, I could crank these out in 35 minutes. But again, I, I want to go more in depth on that. So please check it out. I think that's it. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. We all have smartphones and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right, a company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. 
And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now, introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son, and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So I did a poll yesterday, um, basically because I, I've i kind of been talking a little bit about my thoughts on needs and whatever, but I, I don't really know where everybody else is at. And it, it's kind of iffy, but I'm, I'm kind of shocked at how different it is um, compared to what my expectation, right? I've been talking about, well, we could use a little depth at edge and probably safety and, you know, whatever. Um, I, I had no idea where everybody else was at. And I'm glad I did this poll because it's different than, than what I would have expected. The bottom line is the, the, the poll is essentially this. If you let's, let's leave the players out of it because I don't want, um, people to get hung up on, on whether or not they actually like the player. If you can snap your fingers and bring in a player, who's a good football player, you determine what that means. I don't know. I don't know how to exactly quantify that, but he's, he's a good player and he's going to come in at any position. What, what position is it going to be? So you can snap your fingers and we get a a quality edge rusher, quality safety, quality wide receiver, quality quarterback, whatever, what would you pick? Um, and again, the the results were a little bit surprising. Um, the number one actually was a tie is edge rusher and tight end. Again, tight end was not really my expectation. Not that we don't need it. I think we do. But um, it just wasn't really on my radar. And then the next most at 14% was a tie between safety and offensive tackle. And again, offensive tackle just wasn't really on my radar. Now, again, I guess it should be because Elton Jenkins is going to be out for a while. We don't know what's going on with David Bakhtiari. But to me, it just seems like a short-term fix, whereas we're going to end up getting these guys back and somebody's going to sit on the bench. And then um, after that, we had 9% for wide receiver, which is lower than I would have expected. Uh, maybe just confidence in our wide receiver group, I guess. But also, interestingly enough, tied with that is quarterback at 9%. 
with the poll. A lot of the guys like to um, leave their reasoning in the comments, and I do appreciate that. Greg says, tough call. I leaned initially towards offensive tackle, but with the general uncertainty at wide receiver, I went that direction. When everyone's healthy, I think we're ultimately okay at tackle, even though it's a more important position than wide receiver. So that, that does make sense from a standpoint of, let's say it's half a year. It's going to be half the year before we get an offensive tackle back, and I know he went wide receiver, but just looking at that process and how important the process, uh, the, the position is, how, how vulnerable are we for a half a year before we get our tackles back to full strength? I could understand that. And again, it depends what it means by, by good. I mean, if, if he's just adequate, like an adequate backup, then tackle makes a ton of sense. If, if, if by good you're thinking like really good player, then it's like, well, I don't know, we, then we got three. It, it kind of changes maybe what you would vote for. Kyle says, tight end. Look how much better the offense looked with Tunyon available. You have to have a guy that can threaten the seams in any style of offense for it to be at its best. Gronk and Kittle are unicorns, but if you can get a guy that can threaten the seam and be a good blocker, this offense would be unstoppable. I do really wonder what this team would be with a great tight end. I mean, there's so many good offenses, and they they all seem to have just top-end tight ends. And, And every team that has a good tight end, it's so unbelievably valuable. And it's weird that there's, there's certain positions that if you have a really good one, it's really valuable, but for some reason, nobody values it. Linebacker. You know, you, the, the Luke Keekleys of the world are unicorns. They're completely rare. You never find them. But man, it, it just, when you get one, it seems like he's the most valuable person on the entire team. Safety. Nobody cares until you got a good one. And tight end is just another one. I mean, running back, you can almost see where it's like, okay, if I go up against a team that has a great running back, how scared am I? Eh, I'm, I'm probably more scared of George Kittle than I am of Derrick Henry. And by probably, I mean absolutely. And I know running back isn't super uh, valuable to teams as it is, but, but tight end is just, the only thing I can think is it's because it's so rare to actually find that, that, and, and drafting in the first round doesn't seem to increase your odds of finding that guy. So I, I don't know. But I, I guess I am surprised the Packers aren't more aggressive in that because, man, those, those guys, I mean, just look what Baltimore did to us yesterday. We just could not find a solution for it. And there it, there are just some teams that are just not built to stop a guy like that. And that's just one facet, right? You, you got all these other areas you can attack a team and, and maybe all these other areas fail. And, you know, when, when you get stuck as an offense, it's it's about we've emptied our bag of tricks. We got nothing left. They, they have an answer for all our, our tricks add that in. You know, we, we got our running game with our running backs. We got our passing game with our, our running back. We got whatever we got with our tight ends who are limited. We've got our wide receivers and the, the certain things we can do with that. But you get a real top end tight end and you put teams in a position where it's like we've, we've got safeties and we got linebackers and neither of them can really stop this guy. And then they got to do extra to be able to stop the tight end. And now that frees up other areas of your team. It's it's just the the forgotten position, man, and and it's not that the Packers don't value it. It seems like they put a lot into it, but again, it's it's like a lot of other issues with the Packers. They they really like the guys they have. They really like Tunyon. They really like uh, Daphne. But we're all sitting here looking at it like, yeah, they're they're cool and all, but you know, would be kind of cool too if we had the guy that was just like mega super elite. I'm just saying. Brian says, edge or safety, I think the receiving core is solid, and under the Lafleur, McVay, Shanahan system, offenses flourish without dominant pass catchers. Rashawn and Preston are going to come off the field, and then what? 
who is currently our third safety. This year's team is going to lean on the defense, so Goody and Packers personnel need to make sure there are no holes in that defense, even second string or if someone goes down. That That is one serious concern I have is, you know, when you build something to be the main driver, and, and granted, you, you got Aaron Rodgers, who was a, a major force and everything, but, I mean, the, the, the whole point of this, we've been building since Gutekunds got here in the direction of, I want this team to have a good defense. They've been trying and trying and trying and building and building and building, and we're finally getting closer, but, again, one Rashawn injury, and this defense kind of probably sucks. I'm not going to lie. I bet the defense sucks. I mean, yeah, we got the corners, and Amos is there and everything, and we got some good linebackers, but if you don't have pass rush, your defense is going to suck, and I don't think we have it. I don't think we have it without Rashawn. Well, we got Kenny and Preston, and maybe Devontae Wyatt can get to the quarterback, but I don't think Preston has nearly as good a year. Kenny has never been that good of a pass rusher. I mean, just look at his stats. It's not there. And then what? I mean, Kenny on a good year has five or six sacks. So it is concerning. And yeah, same thing with safeties. I mean, we, I, I like the guys we have, but if Amos goes down, we don't have safeties. You know, maybe Savage really takes a step and we got one good safety and uh, hopefully we can find someone else that's adequate. But um, I definitely understand where you're coming from. Steve says, I went with safety. I agree with Brian that this year's team is going to lean on defense. If the Packers can shut down the opposition, Rodgers can have the time to get his receivers all on the right page. I think the offensive line will be fine, even with post-injury staring them in the face. And the run game will be superb. Give me one more safety as a cushion. And again, it kind of comes down to what good means again, right? If you're talking about just a good, adequate player, a, a quality safety, just to make sure that doesn't fall apart makes sense. Maybe you use three, maybe you don't, I don't know. But it, it's, a, it's, it's good depth. If you're talking dominant player, I would lean edge rusher. Like if we're talking very good, give me a guy to put on the opposite side of Rashawn, and then we can have Preston and hopefully Kingsley as our number two guys or whatever. I'm sure Preston will never come off as a number one, but I'm just saying, fine, put him put him and Kingsley together, this really, really good player. But that's that's just me. Craig says, I also went with safety due to the lack of depth in that position. An injury there would be problematic, not to mention having someone to rotate in as needed. If our third safety on the depth chart became a a starter, I think the other teams would try to exploit that. Edge was a close second, but I feel better about those backups than I do at safety. Not worried about the offense at all. I I agree generally that the backups at edge are better. I think my only concern with that is our backups are, are, they play. Safety backups don't play. So, you know, you can't use the term starter necessarily because they're not starters, but we'll play four edge rushers. We only play two safeties. So it, it kind of comes down to, to the, do we want to generally improve the guys that we have that are playing or are we semi-content with the guys we have and we really just want to prevent disaster, I guess, is what we're looking at. Wayne says, I chose safety too. I would love to snap my fingers and get an upgrade at wide receiver, tight end, O-line, and edge, but safety is going to be a need next year. That's also another point that I didn't think too much about is is long-term upgrades. With another young safety, the Packers wouldn't need to offer top dollar to Amos. A new punter and kicker would be great too. That's that's true. Nobody voted for that, actually. I'm a, I'm a little bit surprised that quarterback got more votes than uh, punter did, or, or long snappers on there too. I know not the most valuable, but that's another position where nobody cares until they suck. We can pretend long snapper doesn't matter, but you get a guy that can't do it, and it becomes the most important position on the entire football. Same with punter. It's what I've always, it's what I never understood that. Nobody cares about punter. Nobody cares about kicker. Nobody cares about long snapper. 
We're not even going to draft them. We're not going to do it. We're not going to try. We're not going to put in effort because who cares? And then you don't have one, and it becomes – look at the Bears and the Vikings when they kept having problems with kicker. They were floundering. They were bringing in so many guys. They were trading, giving away draft capital to trade, all this stuff. It, they were desperate for it. Why do you get to the point – well, first of all, why do you pretend it doesn't matter? It obviously does. Then you get to the point where you're in trouble and you're losing games because of it, and the Packers are, are clearly no different. Losing games, potentially, arguably losing in the postseason because of because of uh, special teams. Maybe it's because for years we've said, who cares? Nobody, it doesn't matter. Nobody cares about special teams. You shouldn't be using draft capital on, on these things and shouldn't be investing money in it. Shouldn't be doing anything. Nobody cares. Stop thinking about it. No, it matters. Our punter matters, our kicker matters, our long snapper matters, who our return guys matter. Cutting guys off our roster that are good returners because they're not good enough wide receivers is a bad decision, in my opinion. I don't know. It, it, it just annoys me that for years I've been saying this, and I, I've just been running into a brick wall of people saying, no, it doesn't matter, you're stupid. And now we're sitting here with the worst special teams unit in like NFL history, and Packer fans want to flail their arms around and go, this is unacceptable. It's like, you... Are, I'm not going to say you're the reason, because the Packers don't listen to you, but it's it's because you have that same philosophy of special teams doesn't matter, right? I was completely alone when I said we should keep Jeff Janis because he's a great special teams player. We should keep Trevor Davis because at least he's a good return guy. I was the only one defending using draft capital, like seventh round picks on long. Granted, they weren't good, but it still matters. If, if this guy's really good and you really like him and you you think he's going to be a great football player, get him. I don't want to use a six-round pick on a kicker or a punter. I don't care. If you genuinely think that this guy is the best in the draft class and you're not going to get him unless you do it, I don't care. Well, look at how many good undrafted free agent kickers and punters. Are. I get it. I understand. That's because most of them don't get drafted. So there's a massive sample size. In the last, you know, 10 years, you got four guys that were drafted and 400 that were undrafted free agents. Of course, more starters are going to be undrafted free agents. That doesn't mean that undrafted free agents are better. There's just a much larger pool to pick from. Look at how many failed. 99% are undrafted free agents. So pick a lane. Either I don't really care if we have the worst special teams unit in football. doesn't matter. All that matters is quarterbacks and, and passing yards. Or special teams matters, and then stop complaining when we invest in it. But anyways, uh, thank you, everybody, for participating on the Patreon thing. Again, if you want to get involved, patreon.com forward slash pack underscore daddy. You can jump in for a buck a month. That's all it takes to be able to participate in the show, hang out, have a good time, push buttons and polls and stuff. Just a buck, I'm just saying. But uh, I'm going to get out of here. Otherwise, you guys have yourselves a fantastic day. I'll talk to you tomorrow.